forever. Dog. The Dead Speak. Podcast The Ride is back with resolutions for 2020, occasionally accurate Harry Potter specifics, and magical creatures called bees. Lots of bees. It's the economically named Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, today on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast about theme parks that will, in 2020, cover the Country Bear Jamboree. I'm Scott Gardner, joined (laughs) by Jason Sheridan, who is on board, correct? Uh, (laughs) I am. I'm being a little, starting the new year off blind side. Yeah, yeah, that's Um, right. Coming in hot. We got to do it. A lot of you are doing a big ride today. And Mike Carlson, what do you think? What? First of all, I'm a little under the weather. I'm not prepared for something like this to be railroaded. I know. I was railroaded. worried about launching that on you, considering uh, I'm uh, your, being the health. railroaded here. Is what I feel like is happening. But you're that... being here's what I'm. You're being railroaded <sighs> into doing your your dream. This is like mm-hmm. why would you avoid doing talking on your podcast about your <sighs> favorite thing in the world? People have been waiting. Yeah, I think it's that's time. true. Huh. I don't know. You know, I think it just like it feels like I I think I've said this before. I wanted to go somewhere and sort of meditate on it and think about doing mm-hmm. country bears and feel like if it's the right year to do it. Sure. Is 2020 <laughs> the right year is I guess we have 12 months to figure out which That's month what I'm it saying. is. We're at the very we're at the very, very huh. beginning, which gives you 11 months at, at, at the you know extreme of meditation. Uh, so that that's a ton. That's a ton. This is the most we shocking. We could devote all of December to it. We could, however you want to frame it. There's so many options. This is the most shocking uh, start to something since uh, the rise of Skywalker when we said that it's <laughs> the dead speak and Emperor the Palpatine. Bears sing. The bears <laughs> The bears sing. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Yes, okay. As shocking as a broadcast oh from a gosh. cave. Uh, yeah, it's it it's. I know I knew it was uh, gonna throw it, but I think it's a big it's a big year tra- <laughs> coming in hot. I have to travel to the country bear version of Exegol, the Sith planet to you're talk the evil, to. You're, you're the bad version. You're Palpatine. Uh, no, I'm you, not Palpatine. So I'm you, Ben Solo. You're gonna discover dozens and dozens of bears there. <laughs> yes. for you. Oh, oh, oh. They kind of like mutter or something. Yeah, uh, built by crowds that are guys or ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sure it. exactly yeah, what they I, were. I'm I don't gonna, know, and it's and thank God we didn't have to find out much more because if they had you know done something, that would have been terrible. That would have thrown me big time. Yes, uh, we shouldn't spend so much time on Exegol. We probably will get there on the rise of uh, rise, rise of the resistance ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Which I assume no goes spoilers. to Exegol. I assume you'll be on Exegol. We're going to talk about Exegol a lot this year. I will declare this. <laughs> Exegol will be the planet we discuss the most in 2020. <laughs> Exegol Good name. Good space name. A lot Good? of X's in yes. it. That's very spacey. Yes. And I will say I like Exegol, honestly. Mm. I think there could be it's better the uses that is, of it. Where there is always lightning. It I is love... the only all strobe planet. Uh-huh. That's they, There was warnings about um, that movie. 
that if you were sensitive to strobe lights, you shouldn't do it. And no kidding. And it's yes. exegol. Entire scenes. Um, well, what, what, <laughs> That's I, the new ex- Star Wars planets. The uh, five sets from The Mandalorian were all CGI lighting <laughs> in, in pitch black. That's the range. That's Star Wars, baby. <laughs> Disney ain't doing well. Uh, we fucked up. The, Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy lost, they spent lost too- Disney's $8,000. <laughs> So they have to. They spent too much money on uh, Rise of Resistance. That's what. Yeah. That's where all the Star Wars money went. Yeah. Which we're gonna we'll, yeah. we'll cover soon. We'll get there soon. The uh, um. But I here. Yeah, I think you need to be like Ray on Exegol, summoning uh-huh. all of the spirits yeah. of Bear's past. Right. Be with me. Right. <laughs> Again, in black. Sing voice with me. Over. Um, just yeah, you'll hear all their voices. Be with me. Be with me. Be with me. <laughs> Don't use Be the footage. Don't use the in costume footage that is shot and on a hard drive. <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, How is that? Wait, really? There, yes. There are so many rumors. There are so many rumors about Rise rumors. of Skywalker reshoots right now. Wow. There are rumors. I would love to know. I want to know every. I want. I would love to do a pop up video and see every, every frame. What was a reshoot and what wasn't? I will send you multiple Reddits, and some of them could be total bullshit. But so, there's there's versions of the rumors where. Matt Smith is a full character that was cut out. He was yes. the villain of the movie. They, they Completely cut Doctor out. Who. They, 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 there's, there's, it is possible that Disney could have promoted the new Star Wars bad guy as the Doctor Who y'all liked. And, and didn't cool. happen. And I don't know any of the, I don't know how true any of this is, but if you go back in like April, there's like Matt Smith is in this movie like reports. Oh my God. So it's not like this is completely out of left field. Um, but there's versions, yeah, where there were, spoiler alert, I guess, Jedi's I mean, at the end, Jedi ghosts at the end because uh, I had said uh, we shouldn't talk about this is for the Star Wars Lux episode level conspiracy is, theories uh, I love conspiracy theories anyway <laughs> um, let's get to this in the Rise episode uh, Rise of Resistance that's, yeah, yeah yeah although yeah. I think we'll have a ton to t- I don't know if we're gonna want to yeah, go over the fucking too. movie in, during that episode uh, uh, um, I, but, I, I will guarantee in 2020 we'll work on our communication skills we'll, we'll work on uh, 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 taking turns uh, the next episode, Mike will tell us what we're when we're doing, and then sure. I will surprise us what we're Declare- doing. Declare, well, I like declarations. I think sure. I wanted to get it on. Like, okay, let's. So, will you commit? Will you commit to Country Bears twenty twenty? <laughs> I have to commit now. Yeah, okay. you All do. Right. Okay, okay. I, Let me think I here. Mean, Let me think. I'll commit, for... but I am prepared for it to be like Irishman level. Like, well, me, that's, like, see, that's fair. Irishman, that's fine. Uh, of Let me just summon. Let me see if I can summon. <laughs> oh, a surprise guitar I appearance! Hear, well, no, that wasn't supposed to be like a oh, like a sort of an otherworldly. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, okay. I will commit. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been tapped on the shoulder by Big it, Al. It oh, he going, appeared. Yeah, that he was, was him. with you. <laughs> I should have actually just played one string on the guitar there. <laughs> Ding, <laughs> That's good. That yeah. Oh, there he was. I felt his spirit. Yeah. Wow. However, yeah, exactly. However you want to play it, as it's, many hours as it takes. It, it's going to grow. Like, I caught some of um, Bugsy on TV. Not yeah, our Bugsy. No some of the Warren Beatty Bugsy <laughs> on TV. A movie that is just about a casino budget slowly going from $1 million <laughs> to, like, $6 million. And Ben Kingsley and... Uh, 
oh, who was the other? Ben Kingsley and Joe Montaigne just getting more and more mad. <laughs> and then any goodwill I had for the movie immediately thrown out the window at the very end credits where it says, written by James Toback. And I was like, oh, oh I forgot. Man. I forgot. Man, what oh, the heck? God. The, one, the guy who pure stats wise is the uh, maybe the, the, the top dog of Me Too. James Although Toback. we don't know. We don't. Uh, I don't know. That's wise. I don't know. There's people maybe putting up even bigger stats. Tobacks yeah. also just his his shit was like bad guy. His shit was like just like walk up to you and like ru- like rub himself on you in a crowded place. Jeez, my God, just really. Jeez. I don't even know what to. Creepy is old grandpa. But we'll get to Palpatine. that on the. We'll get to that on the Tobac episode. No, the Tobac episode. Let's do a slash. It's Tobac slash thoughts on Rise of Skywalker. But that's incredible commitment. I love it. Yeah. So New Year's resolutions. That's how I feel. Anything else? Anything else we're excited for in 2020? Um. No. Oh, yeah. I, I 2020. I mean, rides wise, we got Marvel Land opening in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has been confirmed in the yeah. last couple of weeks. Right, right. There was some speculation of like maybe that'll be pushed, but no. Apparently not. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's another in the series of it's the land is opening, not the big ride, but uh, yeah. something as a restaurant. And that hasn't even started construction. Oof. The big ride. Well, that's God knows yeah. where we're going to get that. Hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, I can only think of Rise of the Resistance because it opens here in. Yeah. Which all we can say is we'll try to we're going to do it as soon as we yeah. can. But my fear is we're all going to go and then it won't uh be open and then i don't know just i mean we're, i i hope we get to it in january we're gonna try right yeah that's oh, all we, we can say oh yeah yeah because like what we're covering today could be a lot of problems not guaranteed uh, uh hagrid's i'm saying it's, the big rides of late have been uh fraught with peril complicated i mean higher and higher um expectations but they're also reaching higher and higher yeah and when you just keep adding on different drops or launches or all of that it's just more technical issues you know yeah 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 um and well you know and speaking of reaching higher and higher and uh, you know climbing to uh d- y- y- ambition growing uh i wanted to say uh, towards the top here uh uh, uh everybody check out uh, the the podcast thread youtube uh which we've been putting up things a little bit here and there uh mike i was gonna ask you if we we, we got to put up the uh it was on twitter but uh the the video you uh sprung on me at the yes. uh, uh, at the live show, the 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 baby Grinch uh, reason for the season video. I'll put that up, but uh, I, I wanted to get people to the YouTube because I have done a new cut of the the maybe a highlight of 2019 uh, 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 for, for at least for me personally, the Michael Eisner hello video, which was acknowledged by Michael Eisner himself. Uh, uh, I, I collected in that original video 67 hellos uh, from various sources. Due to a new channel I found, Walt Disney Introductions, uh, <laughs> credit to them, and one from the Imagineering story, there was a hello wow. I noticed that was only I've only seen in the because now I know all of them. I know where he's standing. I know how many characters he's with. Is he by a lake? Is he by a different lake? Uh, uh, which version of Pooh is he with? What I'm getting at is I've done a new cut. Hello, 2020. <laughs> And it has gone from 67 hellos to 104 hellos. Oh, my God. So that is only on the podcast, The Ride YouTube. That's incredible growth. That's over a third more. I forget the percentage Um, there. Is it too long to put on Twitter as well now? 
No, I think it's still, still because it is paired to just hellos. I think it's still, yeah, I think I could still throw that under. Or I could just just do the new section. Well, I'll the Twitter one, because I, I, yeah, when we were saying 2020, one of the things we haven't talked, we haven't done really a powwow meeting yet about guests and stuff. Do but Michael here. Eisner is maybe guest like wanted guest number one yeah yeah that was some well we were texting about this the country bears thing because there was a thread on the facebook we noticed that was like what do you want for 2020 the first the top two things were eisner and uh country bears so we yeah we should talk strategy about how do we do this Mm -hmm. is it a petition is it another round of twitter like tweeting at him with a video because he famously has retweeted us once yeah with the original hello video but I think that, first of all, there's no DM option. Um, no, I think we, a Twitter, uh, I'm not sure that a Twitter campaign will be heard. Eisner's DMs are not open. They are not open. You cannot slide into <laughs> Michael Eisner's DMs. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, um, so I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, I think tweeting, I love that when he tweets, like he tweeted his uh, Rise of Skywalker opinions, which was fun to see. Uh, Nick Mundy uh, had our back and immediately responded, go on podcast to ride. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of likes. If he's noticing what's getting likes. I also, I was checking the stats when he retweeted our video, which if you haven't seen it, it's a super cut of every time he says hello, uh, <laughs> introducing Disney movies. Um, I was checking his stats like a crazy person. That was one of his 10 most popular tweets sure. of all time. Wow. Uh, um, like, and that and wasn't like a retweet or like, like of like original content eisner tweets mm-hmm. i mean it demolished most tweets about the soccer team he owns no offense to the soccer team right but we, we, all, our video is more popular than uh, we if if we took up a british soccer stadium and just played that montage in a loop we'd sell it out way easier than whatever the soccer team is called right we are more popular than the soccer team D- yes def- what you're d- absolutely yeah yeah so he's got to do it and with that guy with, but with things like putting down his soccer team i'm sure <laughs> we're, we're definitely gonna get him here you're already um, gonna get like hit with a bottle by arsenal fans or whatever oh no they're gonna mm. find me in america um or throw it so far from me throw it they're so, so far. good at throwing bottles it's gonna hit me in the valley uh, is it a petition? I don't know how many listeners we I, have, honestly. I think like, a polite email is usually the that might be my. I mean, the real answer, yes, is that. I've sent a polite email. I but did where? it without. Uh, to I mean, you a, know, maybe you shouldn't to, say, but. Uh, yeah, to a, not to a direct channel, but somebody who should be in the circle. Okay. No response. Maybe it was the wrong email. Maybe it was a. Di- I should. We should send it to multiple emails, though. I I think like office culture email. You you sometimes do need to send five like of the the kind of banal like hey following up checking in the stuff like individually you might hate but like in a corporate culture that is kind of the dance mm-hmm. right you know yeah I think. I think <laughs> that, that would dance. work. I, I, I honestly so, think that is the dance. We just stay. Yeah, I think the so. dance of death. Well, and maybe we have to try. We have to get multiple of these emails. We have to find if anyone has some way to. I'm on IMDb Pro, and that mm-hmm. didn't get me any closer to having info for him or his company because, like, that's. I think it's like a some PR representative, and we throw some stats. 
their way. That's what the angle I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I mean, do we have new stats that would be like stats that like is he like oh wow the downtown Disney ordeal did a certain amount of numbers like it's it's hard to tell what I mean Mr. the stat I- is the eighteen. 18- stages oh really 18 stages well then i gotta see what these guys are 18 stages oh my god they i have to talk to these men (laughs) they have respect for la brea bakery like meet me at catal (laughs) (laughs) is it the eisner table at catal (laughs) my table at catal in the back We'll break all the rules. We'll don't if this if this episode if he only gives us fifteen minutes th- that's okay. Oh yeah. If he if we have to record it while he's like jogging or something, we'll do like we'll, however we need to fit it into his schedule. If he just wants to talk about the football team, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean club. it's not my favorite, but <laughs> club. I think you say football club. Right? Oh, oh football club. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. FC. This you're right. Yes. Now we'll trick him by knowing all of his phrases. Footy. Michael, do you want to come on and talk a little footy? Your footy club? Your footy club. Do you think we ask, like, we do another episode with Tony Baxter first, and we go, Tony, could you drive us to Michael Eisner's house? <laughs> does, we knock on the door. I think the answer is no. Okay, fine. Um, I think that's presumptuous, but mm. does he know? And you're saying he knows where Eisner lives now? I don't know. I'm and not sure. Would, I don't know what anything I about know that. know where his... Um, uh, I've gone up to Lake Arrowhead a couple times and I took the, the boat tour once that just like sur- goes around the lake and they point out houses and the, like, oh, no, yeah. that used to be Michael Eisner's. I know where Mike Love lives now. Whoa. Oh. Wait, in Arrowhead. what city? In Arrowhead? Mm-hmm. Wow. There's also, cool. there's a, a kind of an infamous <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, mm, good vibrations <sighs> coming out of there. <laughs> I, they, the, the residents hate him. Uh, is it Hagar? Some like no, 80s rocker that. bought two big houses next to each other and connected them to make like an architectural monstrosity <laughs> and the oh. townsfolk hate him. Jeez. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Sammy wouldn't do that. It seemed like a big it. like 90s like place if you had money and then because they were like that used to or that is or used to be Eric LaSalle's house and that was the <laughs> one with a 20 car garage Jay Leno bought. Uh, I think a lot of these have flipped a couple times, you know? Sure. But like... Have I, ta- I don't want to sidetrack too much. Have I talked on the show about uh, seeing Dennis Rodman's house in Newport Beach? No. No. But, okay, so uh, this, is in, this is in the 90s. Uh, uh, I spent a lot of summers down there, and, and my dad and I were on a bike ride, and he's like, now I've heard Rodman moved in around here. I wonder what what is the house. I, like, I wonder if we'll be able to tell. I think it's in this neck of the woods. We'll see. So we're like on this bike ride going, I wonder, is this it? And then suddenly we see a the biggest Hummer I have ever seen, more than blocking the bike path. Uh, it, it it has his face massive on the back. Uh, the pattern on the hood of the car is a bunch of airbrushed naked women, oh all like, drawn to have breast implants, and they are all touching themselves. And the car, the license plate has an abbreviated version of this, and then the car says it really big, Wool Patrol. What? <laughs> Which I guess is some... It's like about pubic hair. That's what I, I guess. He loves, Rodman loves wool. Could have Rod- just wool. Like getting warm with some wool. God, I've never even heard that before. <laughs> I think it was a coincidence. <laughs> he hired a decoy to throw people off the trail. Yeah, he lives across the street. <laughs> you know? He lives in the ocean. He's like in some underground pod house. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to take a submarine to get there. Um, no, but then driving back the other way, uh, uh, I, we watched him coming out and 
plumes of smoke and a smell that made me for the first time in my life say dad what's that smell <laughs> so that was the very what a cool way to discover the smell of weed. dad what's the wool patrol <laughs> <laughs> how do i join <laughs> it's much different than the paw patrol <laughs> this car is a famous thing too if you google uh, dennis rodman hummer you will discover because yeah, you got to see this for yourself it's uh, uh it's unbelievable i guess i gotta do it right now uh, um, i will guarantee we will do the dennis rodman <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a car you could ride. I wish it was, uh, oh. if that was an option on Radiator oh Space God, Racers. There it is. Yeah, sure. you got it. Oh, it looks like shit. Yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> it's yeah, stupid it as hell. I mean, I, that obviously sounded stupid and bad, but this looks like shit. It's, yeah, no, it's not a cool kind of. It's very similar to when uh, Tom Green painted sluts on his parents' car and it said slut movie. Oh it's like God. that, oh, right, that right. variety of just super trash. Um, right. Um, but his, I'm not sure if his was funny on purpose. <sighs> I don't think it was. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be. Um, All right. So yeah, full Rodman Hummer episode I, coming. Uh, back to real quick to Eisner. Yeah. Uh, Iger supposedly, Lee Bob Iger supposedly leaving as CEO. Is there any movement to get Michael Eisner back in the CEO <laughs> position at Disney? Are there rules about this? So there are term limits. Can you go back like I, Jerry Brown as governor of uh, California? I think you can. And mm-hmm. I think maybe with some like... Like Lieutenant CEOs with oh, Mr. Eisner, three to be yeah. exact. That's right. <laughs> with Eisner at the helm and three Lieutenant CEOs of the Disney the, Corporation. The of Mike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> faceless, faceless, characterless. Faceless, men. developed, <laughs> developless. <laughs> wear hoods all the time. <laughs> and he'll just, yeah, oh, he'll. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Gosh, we've really added to the IP of the show today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, uh, so right, that, right. yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe we push for Eisner. Jobs went back. Jobs went back to yes, Apple. Yes, Jobs went back to Apple. Eisner oh, right. Yeah, Eisner can go back. I don't think there's any sort of term He's got to save it. Just mm-hmm. like Jobs, he's got to save his ailing company. That's right. I don't. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate. Back I think it's the... doing great, but like uh, sailing in my eye because no, there aren't fun specials anymore. Yeah, he needs to host the specials again. We need direct to uh, DVD sequels of all these movies. <laughs> we need. We need him back. Oh, you're uh, saying so? Not like Lady and the Tramp. We don't want to. We want. We don't want live action Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus. We want cheaply animated lady in the tramp four yes that involves time travel if you really are being honest with yourself what would you rather have the boring same movie that's just live action or like some bizarre thing where lady in the tramp go to space of course (laughs) lady in the tramp go to space (laughs) of course it's better hell yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely i well i disney plus allowed me to see for the first time uh aladdin 3 what's it called the king of the aladdin the uh king King of of thieves with his his father right yeah yeah with his hot dad yeah yeah that was that wasn't overhyped and and williams comes back yes but he number two was castellanetta yes Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So crazy. And you get in, uh, in Aladdin and King of Thieves something more memorable than any of these boring. If you only do shot for shots, you're not going to get dynamic things like the genie transforming into Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Incredible <laughs> historic moment. Like that. That one thing is more interesting than live action Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, like all of them put together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we there's only one solution is bring back Eisner. Yeah. Reinstall Eisner as CEO. Let's get yeah. crazy. With three 
youngish lieutenants. <laughs> youngish. <laughs> On the CEO scale, there's not yeah. a lot of CEOs our age. Yeah. They're all, um, th- well, they're all Palpatine. Youngish fixers. Youngish hooded <laughs> Eddie Mannix kind of fixers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think we have the two-year track record of ideas to prove that we belong there at this point. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're tossing uh, them off left and right. I was so gonna. Many. I can't remember the rest of the water. I could only remember Haldeman. <laughs> I couldn't remember the rest of Nixon's lieutenant. Oh, you were trying to name Haldeman, John Kissinger. Dean. Yeah, Dean. Uh, yeah. Who else was in there? I don't yeah. recall. Rumsfeld. I don't know. Uh, Rumsfeld. Yeah. Young, <laughs> probably. Er, young yeah, yeah. Um, Cheney. Roger Stone. Stone. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have the back tech. Too. <laughs> we have the Eisner backpack. Yeah, yeah. Like Stone oh, is the to, Nixon. We gotta Nixon. get him on just to show him our Eisner backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll show him the prototype of my action figure I created for him. <laughs> Man, we got it. Okay. Well, if anyone listening has any ideas or any like ins to get him, please let us know. Yeah. Anything else you wanted here on the show this year also, please. We're we're excited. I, I think there's a lot of fun stuff coming. We can we got a lot of stuff in Orlando now we can talk about that I've I, I've been again that we all went recently yeah. it's sort of what we're doing today i don't know where it lives we did a, a mcgruff episode we unlocked a patreon episode there's a patreon if, if you're just new to the mm-hmm. podcast you can there's three give you four episodes for free every month there are three extra episodes you can pay five dollars for mm-hmm. um we unlocked in one of those episodes last week um about mcgruff's singing career yeah um and i think we can also promise for 2020 probably on the patreon but i don't know is mcgruff too Wow, yeah. we're announcing it. We're saying we should announce too. There's some exciting developments. Yeah, that we don't want to tip too much. It's really good, and and I I think what I think we can say even we haven't heard. Mm-hmm. McGruff two will consist of things we have not yet heard. Yeah, and uh, I'm wor- thanks and I- to some help that we're getting, uh, and I don't want to say much more. And I'm working on some other leads. I'm hoping those oh. are going to pan out. Wow. So this is exciting. It's very exciting. So, let me ask Jason. Now. Let me ask you a quick question here, because this is a this is totally a side track, and I, we shouldn't do it because we're already behind. Um, uh, I I have it's come to my attention that there is a misconception among human beings that McGruff's first name is Scruff. I know. Okay, uh, I fucked that up. No, no, I, twice I'm not, now. I'm not even trying to accuse you because Lindsay. I was talking to her last night, mm-hmm. and she also thought that his first name was scruff scruff mm. of course is his nephew mm-hmm. but then there's a famous jingle scruff mcgruff chicago illinois yeah 60652 did you also think his first name was yes and i think we talk about this on the episode do we hmm. i i think me i think i brought this up on the episode and when we unlocked it i just went back into my notes and scheduled a similar tweet to the oh, first one. So both times you called it Scruff McGruff. Yes, I I forgot my own lived experience. Wow, wow. I may have thought that at one point in time until yeah. we like sat and uh, discussed it at length. But McGruff has one name. But like the jingle, Madonna. I think the jingle is what got me because you were supposed to address the mail to Scruff McGruff. Lindsay, right. Because Scruff is his net. Lindsay is shouting from the kitchen. Why would they say it? it's because in the commercial Scruff is a little like Robin uh, Muppet style little dog. That's. Well, 
When's uh, it addressing it to Scruff well, Brigade? I think that's later. Say? That's in the 90s when they pr- pr- yeah, made, yeah. they created the IP of Scruff and a- added, like, they probably thought you needed a child to sympathize. Like, that was your way into the McGruff you world. You sort through the mail. I don't have time to do this shit. <laughs> As a kid, I loved getting mail. I thought it was very exciting if, I, <laughs> if there was mail for me. So they, so the answer is they gave it to Scruff. They send it to Scruff because kids like getting mail more. It's more of a novel. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I, it was to both of them. I think that was the idea. It was to both of them. Yeah, you were it. Yeah. To, yeah, and he'll weed McGruff. through the creepy ones. People yeah. send in McGruff their underwear or whatever. <laughs> Scruff will throw that out. Ah, <laughs> keep them coming, ladies. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's the male I want. Uh, <laughs> sniff, sniff. He's a pervert, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the commercial, he go. He's talking to his nephew, and he goes, "This is my nephew Scruff." So, like, he lays it out, there, like yep. he explains. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so McGruff to he's coming, gonna get the paper cuts, so I don't gotta <laughs> coming in twenty twenty. McGruff to wow to some part. I don't know which part it'll be. We'll that's see how epic it is. That's yeah. okay. If that's not a good enough, uh, you know, indicator of what's going on at patreon.com slash podcast right. Yeah, go subscribe to the second gate and we'll um, remind you that at the end too. Lots of fun stuff coming. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about this thing? Yeah. Uh, now let's get to the main. That was, a, that, that was a lot of fun business. I'm glad we had some business. Uh, but now we have this business of Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which we were fortunate enough to go on several months ago. While mm-hmm. in Orlando, um, this is a this is a big one. This is a good one. This is a hell of a ride. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think of the stuff that opened in 2019. Maybe the thing I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of what like else? individual attractions. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Well, oh, because like you're sort of like uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge is this huge, this amazing experience. Yeah. Um, but, full, the, but that's with full land. Yeah, I think, and but, not complete in my eyes yet because I haven't yes. done Rise of the Resistance. Yes, uh, and that, and if if that truly is the like real showstopper, um, then yeah, we haven't gotten to do it yet. Um, but yeah, the the showstoppers we were fortunate enough to do. This is well, it's a good, and we could you know we could say right away. I, I wanted to get into this notion. Uh, Mike, you brought this up. Uh, it, it was, it was, it's a bold statement, but I think I might agree with you. Best ride in Orlando. Oh, did I? I don't even remember bringing, um, that's, that's a good question. Said. Yeah. I, I, having thought about it, it's like, this is certainly in the top five, maybe yeah. at the very least. Pretty quickly out the gate. Most expensive, yeah. I think in Orlando, the really? uh, Ever? rough budget really? is $300 million. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes. Jeez, I did yeah. not come across that number. It's the longest roller coaster in Florida. It has it has seven launches, which I'm sure we'll get into. That is the most worldwide. Wow, that's the most launches anywhere. Anywhere, wow. It, only the second in America to have a drop. To yeah, which oh well here spoiler. Uh, uh, if uh, because I want to say th- this is maybe an episode you should not listen to if you want to be surprised by this ride mm-hmm. as we. As I got to, I think as we all got to, did you guys know what happened on this thing? 
I kind of knew what yeah, happened. Yeah, I read about it. I okay. was foolish. I know too much about Rise of the Resistance, too, but I'm trying to stay oh, away. Yeah. But I did know t- a little too much, so I'm trying to stay away from Rise of the Resistance. I knew nothing. And I think if I'd known some of the things that this ride does, I might not have gotten on it. I might have said, that sounds too scary. Oh, wow. So I'm really glad I didn't do it. But truly, if you're concerned about spoilers, maybe skip way ahead on this one because this is it is it's really something if you don't know what's coming. And they do a good job of keeping you surprised like i don't there's so many things on this that where i it happened and i was like what how crazy hey everybody tim heidecker here with huge news office hours live recorded another episode live it was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. It seems like this and then Rise, what, from what I know about Rise of the Resistance, are like really going to play with your expectations um, mm. in a very cool way. And that's what this one does. I guess we can say it now because we've spoiler, but like there's a drop, there, the track drops on this roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. About two stories, I think. Oh, I, saw, the, I, I saw 18 feet. Yeah, it's oh, not 18, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, which it's, is equal to the other ride in the world that does this, which another spoiler if you want to be surprised. Is <laughs> Just that, go, if you don't want to hear what it is, okay, here, now go away. Okay, now, the ride is at Busch Gardens uh, Williamsburg, and it's called Verbolton, <laughs> which is a snazzy jazz up of verboten the word the german word for forbidden it's like a crazy like german forest right it's like sort of a cousin of, of hag interesting of right, yeah a little bit. Uh, beautiful park bush gardens williamsburg built into woods and built on water like it's uh really cool my family went there a few times growing up oh really i don't i didn't know anything about it so i watched a little of the ride through of this thing and yeah it seemed like when you're like like the the big drop on this thing where you're sort of like looking over the forest yeah it seems wonderful i think the premise of that ride or at least the um initial teaser video was that like you were racing down the autobahn and then got struck by lightning and I think that's pretty rock and roll. I think that's pretty fun. <laughs> rock and roll. Hell that's yeah. Hell yeah. Well, and then you end up in like, but then it's like, and then it's kind of like magical creature stuff. So it's like a, like, is it that the lightning takes you to another, like you're just on the regular German, the, the awesome German freeway, and then you go into like fairyland? Oh, sure. Yeah, that probably adds up. They that's have like cool. a VR fairy uh, theater thing too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like, interesting stuff in bush gardens they call some what are the big like body of water there they call the rhine so it is yes. like a little mini german area that seems cool <laughs> that does seem cool going. yeah um yeah i mean what else like stats wise there's because you're at the stats are crazy for sure that's the longest coaster in florida yeah um almost a mile long oh top speeds of 50 miles an hour really good Very that good. is that's great yeah i it almost doesn't it is fast it's I'm trying to think like my my feelings on it was it's it's not often I feel like that you get on something uh, ride wise that really you go, oh, I don't I've never felt this before. Like like because, you know, you go on roller coasters and sometimes they're similar or like even like Radiator Springs Racer, which is like yeah. before 
Is that the big last big ride before Millennium Falcon opened here? I think so. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. But it's not unlike a sensation I had felt on a ride before. Being that it's sort of the bones of Test Track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, once you realize there's crossover there. Yeah, this thing is... So I imagine it, it like rearrange it like yeah there, I guess there what there was technically a drop on a coaster before there's like the, a couple things that have been done but they're rearranged in this really surprising way yeah and down to like you know I, I get I get fooled by things so easily the, like the Indiana Jones adventure before it where you feel the sputter and the motor yes and you forget well that doesn't have no. right yeah that, like any like uh, uh errors in the old dusty car are manufactured and it's similar with the bike where it's like motor sputtering and shaking and they made all that up that and doesn't happen the it's mighty, a very yeah. clean roller coaster and feeling the great beast breathe between your legs on the uh, flight of passage <laughs> is not actually the mighty akron it's it's just an illusion yeah it's the it's avatar it's avatar but yeah no i yes uh, it's there's just like little those those little touches really the ride vehicle is a motorbike and a sidecar yeah which so is two different experiences oh, yes right two. which is a very very cool I, is that unprecedented do we know where there's like different because it's a different question. level it's, it's a different a, it's level it's a different level i have to say i i messed up well boarding this is very interesting i thought i did the motorcycle first and i thought that was such a I've never ridden a motorcycle in real life. And I was like, holy shit. To be on a roller coaster track in that posture going that fast was very exciting. The sidecar is good too, but I wish I had done the sidecar first because it felt like a de-heightening to me. Yeah, yeah. I did the other way and I agree. I I think I, yeah. I I, I mean, I think sidecar is cool in its own way. Yeah, for sure. It might be. Yeah, a motorcycle might be superior. Have you not been on any other coasters that are motorcycle-ish, like Tr- Tron, which is only in uh, Shanghai? Yeah, I haven't done Tron. We did a bunch of times the Pony Express at Knott's. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. as if you're riding a horse. That is a similar <clears throat> unique sensation uh, with much more unique restraints. Uh, <laughs> but that is like you're sitting, you lean forward. And even just like roller coasters, your brain, you just get trained to like lean back and these you have to lean forward and just like white knuckle any handles or whatever yeah it's pretty exciting and yeah. you, you get pretty tricked it feels like you're driving the thing when we did fr- i got front row i think too i at, was in the front row Uh-oh. at hagrid's yeah and hagrid's yeah. which is just like there's nothing in front of you obviously so like you really your brain starts to go like i can drive a motorcycle Pretty That's well. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, we should maybe address a little. Uh, it's probably not. It's a. It's a tiny elephant in the room. It's a baby sure. elephant in the room. How did we get on this thing? Mm. I will only. I don't want to. I don't want to say much except that I will recognize this is a very hard attraction to get on, and I want to recognize and acknowledge that we got onto this because of podcast privilege. Yeah, we pulled some strings. <laughs> we pulled. So we got to pull some strings. Like Thank you the to people. Second who, time we've ever done that. Yeah, yeah, and, and it worked. W- what a place to do it. Oh my God. Thanks. Uh, people who helped magical uh, creatures who yes helped. thank you hagrid and friends <laughs> yeah thanks hagrid hagrid yeah. we know hagrid <laughs> boys hello <laughs> um boys, yeah. boys so full disclosure i did have to go back and watch a bunch of videos of the queue to try I know, and get I some perspective oh, on that. i'm so sorry everyone uh, we sorry. skipped the line and we and we got to skip the line and then we got to they <laughs> 
the, for completeness sake it was so nice it was like okay so do it motorcycle and then do it sidecar we got to do both in a row right away it was unbelievable and uh sorry to anyone who hasn't gotten on this thing but uh hey i don't know we gotta get something for we've been entertaining people for a little bit it was nice to reap a little reward and uh it was it was great thanks uh for helping us Yes, that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so that's, I don't think, it was just by happenstance, so I got to go front row, I think. It was just oh, the yeah. way it ended Sometimes up. it just works out. I didn't demand that. No, no. I wouldn't be that, that bold. But that, that brings up a good point. The loading of this for a roller coaster is very unique. It's a continuously loading, moving yes, yes. platform similar like Haunted to Mansion. Um, Haunted Mansion or Forbidden Journey. It's kind of a stressful entrance kind of like go 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 guys go 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 like we i don't think we you're sort of dilly-dallying which should i pick and then like no get on get on it is a little uh it's a little jammed in there there is even there in the queue there is a video uh uh saying like here is how to get on don't stop walking get on the motorcycle first and then get in the side but like they and and kind of done and i reminded me i think on purpose of like an old british informational pam like sort of like the not quite the look around you aesthetic <laughs> yeah that's the that's the show i'm thinking of right the yeah fake yeah british it's, uh it's very dry show. and yeah, yeah yeah but uh, kind of done in that in a drawn pamphlet information pamphlet style that's cool uh, i missed that one i actually haven't watched that and yeah are you is, is that different because in the queue there is also like hagrid explaining sort of that is different yeah, that, yeah. so there is like that uh digital uh like projection, projection, kind of like like how Harry and the kids are in Gringotts. In, they have the same like, and in Hogwarts, you know how like you see them kind of come out, but they're just like a projection. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like that. It's Hagrid and uh, Mister Weasley, Ron's father. Uh-huh. Did you watch that video, by the way? Which the the the, the them talking the pre-show of them a talking. little bit? Yeah, it's. I thought it was very funny because I feel yeah. like the actor playing Ron's father is giving 110% and I feel like Hagrid is a little sleepy. He's, all right, our <laughs> contract little, says I got to do this. A okay. little green screen at like when he's swinging <laughs> the umbrella around. I'm like, oh, come on, man, give us a little work. It's the, I know when you're that tall, you you it, it's you don't move that fast, but I'm like, wait, he's so lively in the movies. How tall is he? Rob, we're talking is about he, Robbie. Yeah. Robbie Coltrane. It is the people from the film in both cases. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Robbie is Coltrane the, yeah, yeah. and right, Robbie Coltrane and the, Mark Mark Williams. Is, in fairness, uh, they may not have been there the same day. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, he's only know. six one. Is he? Hmm. Yeah, I'm taller than him. I'm oh, two okay. inches taller than wow. Robbie Coltrane. I'm taller than Hagrid, <laughs> and I move around okay. <laughs> Why you had to let us on the ride? He thought you'd beat him up. Hmm. I'm not. How am I sleepy? Do I? Because I'm so Sometimes. tall. <laughs> Just to, I mean, today. today. I oh, say, I'm very sleepy today. I always say I don't think you've had a good night's sleep since I met you. Oh, yeah, but that's not, <laughs> that's not my height, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's anxiety. <laughs> Um, no, it's fun. I'm just teasing a little because, like, it's uh, I, it's hard to do green screen acting and squat of pixies that aren't there. And sure. Stuff. Well, and all in one take. The nature yes. of this kind of scene, yeah, they have to in a little projected scene. You got to do it all in in one, just like Aerosmith and Ileana Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they really. I think the uh, animation of the bikes. Um, in that little sequence is wonderful. It's like really yeah. like blunt, silly, uh, you know, physical gag. Um, 
What is the wait? I have a little bullets of what that is. So this is the, explaining the premise of the ride. So uh, Hagrid is going to take you to a special care of magical creatures class. You're going to board yes. a bike, and uh, uh, he's he's going to take you to see some creatures. Um, Arthur Weasley is like doing some work on the bike, and he's going to magically duplicate it, uh, which happens. But then Fang. Uh, Hagrid's Borahound releases Cornish Pixies accidentally who fly around and and blow up the other bike. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. It full on explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets pretty extreme. But seeing the seeing the bikes like clang up and down and fly yeah. and move in this really bl- it's uh it's like very silly and fun, could communicate to people who don't know uh Harry Potter or the English language. It's it's great. And uh and they fit in a little universal spray gag. Yes. They got a splashy in the face. Yeah. yeah. Have to um, do it, which is what that's Hagrid. Like, like there's something on like he has to spray us. I uh, forget Mr. why. Mr. Weasley is putting out the fires with oh, okay. water sprays from his wand. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then where? What is the like? The the is it is it? Am I correct that they didn't completely change the cue of what was there before? Which is at one point dueling dragons, and then called Dragon Challenge. Yeah, this so, was an original Islands uh, of Adventure ride. You, you know better than me, probably. Yeah, yeah. So they, this is the second time they have retrofitted this queue. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, changed Dueling Dragons into Dragon Ta- Challenge to make it fit in with the Wizarding World stuff a little more. Kind of um, uh, taking it from Lost Continent, from the ne- land next door, and sort of absorbing it into the Harry Potter land. And when they mm-hmm. did that, they they retrofitted the queue a little and kept that that small stone, uh, the, the loading building. Okay, And then sure. they did it again for this. And there's a video online, actually, Universal Orlando put it on their official channel. They did a full queue walkthrough mm-hmm. uh, in, like, very clear like 4k i guess the idea being we'd prefer you not bring cameras onto this ride oh yeah it did not stop people from strapping gopros to themselves and recording ride throughs but i think to build excitement and it's a long queue like it is very long it goes through all this wooded areas and then through the building and then finally to, to the loading area and then once you get inside there's lots of little there's like broken up dragons' eggs and little cocoons and like other stuff. Because oh, okay. Hagrid is, you know, he t- takes care of the animals and is the groundskeeper at Harry Potter. And uh, please don't yell at me if I don't have that language correct. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Not 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna be I'm trying. Totally wrong I'm trying my anything. best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's been retrofitted a couple of times. It was interesting because I watched one video that showed like the what. Du- what Dueling Dragons Dragon Challenge looked like compared to what Hagrid's looked like. And in 1999, lower expectations for landscaping in part. Like, it's just oh. metal. It's just beams. It's just a coaster. There's It's just coaster and empty lots. There's no attempt to dress up the area around it compared to Hagrid's, which is, like, hidden, and they actively tried to hide the ride. And they planted a thousand trees in this God. area to make to simulate the forest. Mm-hmm. It is such an insane campus yeah. now uh so much so, and such a like actual they they made it such actual nature 
that among the many problems this ride has had, there was at one point a couple months ago a bee infestation. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I, I maybe heard that a little, and I was like, what? So there was a hive, and they had to get rid of the hive. It was much crazier than that. You're, you guys are a little far away from this picture, but I found this photo. All of the black specks in this photo are bees. <laughs> it oh was like a really nuts bee yeah. infestation. And I think... Uh, the the type of bee, uh, whatever it is specifically, is a protected species in Florida. So to g- get rid oh of them God. was a whole process. Yeah, yeah, I missed all of this stuff. This wasn't just some sort of like opening day idea, like the ice machine that would on Indiana Jones <laughs> that would drop like like, like rock looking debris, yeah. debris on your car. This wasn't an idea. Like maybe we'll try live bees, and then if it doesn't work. <laughs> Well, Watch out! I've lost control of me bees. <laughs> lost control of me bees. He doesn't sound like that. He doesn't sound like. <laughs> doesn't sound like Shrek. <laughs> oh, yeah. arg! Well, we don't really have a Hagrid. No, I don't at all. Uh, no, and they weren't drones. They weren't put there by the part. They weren't little little bee drones. Tiny bee drones. Uh, good idea though. They just raise bees and unleash the bees. Oh, man, like they should gen- genetically engineer bees without the stinger. Ah, oh, so yeah. then you get the noise, and then you can unleash bees on different motorcycles during the ride. Sure, without so flies. You've invented flies. <laughs> yellow, you've invented yellow, yellow flies. flies. If you paint them, that's yeah, what they, yeah, yeah. Just do that's... some like little dye drops on each fly. Mm-hmm. That's mm. the next level. That I've heard actually, Rise of the Resistance. There are uh, genetically engineered bees to keep the weight to scare people away keep the wait times down mm, also though uh emperor palpatine unleashes uh a bunch of bees on you in one of the scenes i i just didn't pick up on that just like <laughs> I, I was texting you the other day like that first scene was supposed to be mustafar <laughs> that's true yes rise of uh, skywalker the first scene when kylo ren is like wrecking guys but he's just killing guys that's supposed to be the planet that vader's castle is on the really? lava planet really? mustafar but it's supposed to be cooling so that's why it's not oh that's lava. So it's not clear didn't at all pick up on that at all huh anyway anyway uh, anyway um, bees so there are no bees uh, now <laughs> they got rid of them on this attraction, but there are many wonderful creatures. Uh, you want to talk some creatures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the big, I didn't realize all the mythology of this since I'm not really a Harry Potter person, but the big deal, uh, in this attraction is that you get to see the blast ended Scroot. And yes. that is a creature that ha- was never seen in the films. So it's the first the time books. it's ever physicalized. Yeah. yeah, I saw it's in Goblet of Fire, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, this was this, this is the physical debut of this creature is on this ride. Kind um, of terrifying yeah. creature. It, like a scorpion with no head that also shoots fire. It's a weird, like, it's just, it is like, just like a shitting machine it looks like a weird like only a butthole yeah it's like a it's if like, you got if you got cursed by a, a genie or something in a bad way it's you like become a, a blast ended screwed a blast ended screwed. and i made it a genie not a magician <laughs> i had to bring uh-huh. genies into this yeah 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 <laughs> no it's a magic ride well we were talking about genies earlier <laughs> the genie also magicians harry potter's not a magician I'm no. Really, oh, I'm technically wizard. Harry yeah. Potter, wizard. the magician. <laughs> it would be. It oh, does man. make the whole thing a lot. It does make Hogwarts into like the magic castle, which makes it a lot less interesting. <laughs> I like the magic castle a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that like this is a place where kids go to learn magic tricks. 
I wouldn't send any kids to the Magic Castle. No, <laughs> I'd be yeah. careful about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if Harry Potter could cross over with the Now You See Me universe, uh, I mean, well, he kind of <laughs> did right with Daniel there. Radcliffe showing up. Oh, that's true. Playing Arthur oh, Tressler's yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert for everyone's favorite franchise. Well, I forgot about Daniel Radcliffe being in it till very recently. That was that. I watched the film and it just like left my brain as soon as it entered. Yes. That speeds as fast as this coaster. Um, yeah. the, the the creature kind of reminded me of the tremor, like of a tremor. Oh the yeah, movie sure. tremors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With like a, a molten lava asshole. <laughs> like that's the only way I can. Sorry. Uh, yeah. How do they seat, eat? seat hole? <laughs> seat hole. <laughs> Great. That fixed it. <laughs> I fixed my vulgarity again. I always can fix it. But they, yeah, they they glow with many different colors and are just steaming. And this is a this is a bad creature to be. This is like the the weird, the horrible, uh, you know, like the limbless uh, creatures created by KFC uh, <laughs> who, who live in cramped cages. That's the, the blast-headed screwed is like a, a, a an abomination. Also, Hagrid made him hmm. like cre- genetically like. So he's Red like a Dr. Moreau him? style? I actually kind don't know of. a ton about... Uh, apologies about the Harry stuff. Potter. He's always getting into mischief. Is that true? Do you know that canonically? Are you yeah, saying that canonically? Yeah, I am saying that canonically. Like, he had oh, a so dragon. He, he wasn't supposed to have a dragon. So he created his dragon? I think he's a. Br- I think he was breeding stuff. Okay. Is this a fuck up on the way to drag? Did he mess up and then go, oh, it's the um, blast uh, ended um, screwed. Yeah, blast that's it. Screwed. Yeah, that's the ticket. I think, I think there <laughs> is. is John Lovitz is the liar character. He loves it. <laughs> he's always doing something like he's not, not supposed I to. I guess he is always like doing he's crazy always stuff. To, like crazy stuff out in the forbidden but forest I, and his little house. I didn't know he was playing God out there. Well, I guess he is. Hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, Did he make a little mini version of himself who he plays the piano? <laughs> Someone draw that, please. Hagrid and mini Hagrid, if you don't know what we're talking about. Island of Dr. Moreau, the uh, Val Kilmer version, uh, Marlon Brando in it, and it's the basis for Mini-Me mm-hmm. for Austin Powers 2. Oh, yeah. I didn't re- now, I knew that part, but I didn't know until the really great documentary about the making of, of Dr. Moreau that... It that the piano part was I thought that was full on Austin Powers invention. Oh, oh. But oh there is no. a little yes. tiny piano. I that. didn't know that. Mar- it's Marlon Brando playing the playing. piano, and then there's a tinier version of him on top of the piano playing a little piano. Yes, yeah, and that is real. Also, I've read that everyone in the movie is cursed that made that movie. There's like a there's life. like a feeling that yeah like yeah. That the whole cast got cursed by that movie that there was just bad. That's why Val Kilmer looks like Val Kilmer does now. Well, yeah, and he had a, an issue with his health, oh, a severe no. health issue. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that, and I'm making fun of him. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you know, I meant Mark Twain. That's why. Yeah, that's like what Mark, you meant. He looks permanently looks like Mark Twain. Uh, but yeah, there's there's that movie is very interesting. Uh, there should be some sort of experience based on Dylan Dvac Moreau. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> that's ooh. Also, you if know that's what? That's one of Epic Universes. By surprise, it's not Fantastic Beats. Beats, it's Doctor Moreau. It's Doctor Moreau. <laughs> I think I I read that book in school, and then I saw there was a movie, so I watched the movie, and I was like, "This is very different." Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, you know, everything is IP right now. Uh, so as, as I'm saying this, I was like, "Someone should make a new Island of Doctor Moreau." <laughs> And do it like 
um, Superman Returns, where you yes. take old Marlon Brando footage. If it's a Marlon Brando property, we, we got to find all the footage we can. And- oh my God, that's such a great idea! Every movie he's ever made, from like on the waterfront on, <laughs> you should look for his like B-roll foot or like his oh cut scenes and piece it together in the new version of the Island of Doctor Moreau. So we like it. You can then you can tell an epic story yeah. when he was young and in black and white to when he's oh, older. All eras, yes. Yeah, you could repurpose what was shot. For, for scary movie two. Oh yeah, he's yes. in it. Isn't it? Yeah. Jay, it became James Woods. Andy Richter is in the scene. Andy Richter, I believe, acted with Marlon Brando in a scene never released. Right. But this footage does exist. Uh, so yeah, you could take and him as an exorcist could be repurposed to be him as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, also you could repurpose the footage of his interview with Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> send me an angel he like sing they sing like 40s ditties together yeah and then they kiss yes There's like a sweet kiss between larry and marlon yes uh marlon is kind of antagonizing larry the whole time during the interview which mm-hmm. is kind of funny then they sing some old standards together and then they kiss on the mouth this is the uh, <laughs> sort of abomination in front of god that only hagrid can cook up in the woods <laughs> Twisted horror. (laughs) My strangest creature yet, Larry King. (laughs) (laughs) Late in life, Marlon Brando in the tan suit from that one music video. (laughs) And also the The, score. (laughs) You mean the Michael Jackson one? The You Rock My World video? Yeah, right. There's got to be footage. uh, There's got to be extra footage from that, too. Yeah. And do you guys, you know, about when he was at that. Michael Jackson concert uh, right before 9-11 and he was just rolled out on a couch in sunglasses and he rambled about like kids are getting killed with machetes and like at that Michael Jackson concert you just got to see like all right all right so coming up the Jackson 5 reuniting for the first time in 20 years but first Marlon Brando saying whatever he wants on a couch I saw <laughs> but they that didn't even announce it it was just, they just rolled it out and he started talking I've seen that special, but I do it's not, not know. It's not in the special. The oh. only footage is like grainy, like somebody just had a camera and filmed it. Madison Square Garden. This this does this sounds like a half remembered like uh, uh, Dana Carvey show sketch or Exit Fifty Seven <laughs> or like one of those sketch shows that I'm like, yeah, I kind of remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If well, this man, an old man on a couch like that. Yeah, it feels like a sketch. Like, yeah, where do yeah. we put Marlon? I don't know. At, after Spacey oddities, maybe Brando oddities. Oh, oddities. Brando sure. oddities. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm vouching for. Uh, uh, I, I'd love Travolta uh, as well. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we both made the same. Jason and I both made the same noise. Ooh. Too hard. That's that one's There's too difficult. No, no. I just I'm like, yeah, yeah. Have you seen every little step? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I've seen every little step. Please, <laughs> I watch Who do it I once, take you for <laughs> once a month? Uh, please look uh, up John Travolta every little step. Oh yes, uh, you've seen Fair. the like newer videos he's made with Olivia Newton-John, yeah. which are like low-fi, <laughs> like low-res. Yeah, like in like no budget, and they're just singing. I forget what song it is. I found a weird one where he's playing a giant game of hide and seek in a, a YouTuber's. Or no, it's in his house, but he invites a YouTuber over to play hide and seek with his whole family. Oh my and god! And he has I've a GoPro strapped to his head, and you get to hear all his thoughts about like, well, I think they'll see me if I stay on top of if I stay next to the cabinet. So I'm going to move over into the crawl space. The strange, like you, it's like being inside his head. It's like a being John Malkovich of 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, not, you are playing hide and seek inside of John Travolta. Not wow. quite the most dangerous game, but it's some sort of game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travolta oddities as well. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, new episodes <laughs> left and right. Uh, uh, okay, back to Hagrid's. Back to, back to, uh, uh, where are the um, creatures if we're staying on this yeah, point? Yeah, or, yeah. Or we could also just like talk through the order of events of the of the ride. Yeah, I have opening opening day stuff too sure um but yeah what other creature well you see um the well here that takes dog. us through the yeah okay here, here i'll go through the i'll go through the order of things so you get you get on the thing it starts uh sputtering uh it takes off and it's very exciting right away and there's good little moves right away but it's just a preview of what's to come but it is very mm-hmm. exciting from the second from that very first launch then you end up in a little hut and you see the blast and it's screwed and he glows and then he kind of breathes some smoke and you take off uh, oh, and the Hagrid, and Hagrid animatronic. Very good animatronic. Garner really Holt animatronics, of course. Is it Garner Holt? It is, yeah. Whoa, oh, it's, Yeah, the only the only uh, complaint I have about the animatronics is that we're not close to them like we are in like the ride in the first uh, Forbidden Journey ride. Is that the way? When I'm, uh, uh, you mean when you're really sorry, close sorry. to the dragon? Yeah, like close to the dragon and close to the spiders oh. and stuff. Like I just yeah. wish I could see them closer. I mean, this I can't do it. I'm just like, yeah. They're like, oh, this awesome. And it's I just a wish thing I could. that elevates um, the original Harry Potter ride. But yeah, that's a th- that's an aspect that's, only that has that keeps it essential. That's all I'm saying. But it's really not a complaint. It's just yeah. like a. I sure. li- it looks at like they look awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. They're very cool. They're very cool. Uh, so then, yeah, Hagrid animatronic. Then you take off. There's this re- this huge straightaway that then goes up into a lift hill and then through an arch. And this ne- that section right after Hagrid, I feel like, is the like most exciting coaster part. That entire it's a long, long mm-hmm. stretch before more like plot and characters happen. That's super exciting. And there's big banks. Sure, you go all the way. Like tilt all the way, you know, ninety degrees to the left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a sizably wide vehicle. So when you go, I actually think the bank turns in the sidecar are pretty damn. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another I, an interesting thing to me. There's not a lot of like catwalks or infrastructure. Like mm. I guess you're not high. You're not super high off the ground in the way that. Uh, dueling dragons was where they would need that infrastructure for evacuations. So for but it it does help the immersion and helps the theming that there's not a lot of like breaking the reality of zooming through the woods. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going so fast that truly it is just this blur of trees. And, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a very. It, it feels like a forest. And I we were told we couldn't. They're not running the ride a lot at night right now. But we were told that the night ride is the ultimate version of this ride i assume because like there's big stretches that don't have much some like don't have many lights so when you're zooming through you're not seeing much of the track probably well i know the answer uh friend of the show carly wiesel wrote an article about this the lights at night are the headlights on the motorcycles that's the lights right that's it yeah so you really you can't you don't know what the hell's happened to you it's suddenly it's space mountain yeah Wow. The, the other thing she pointed out, any time like in a natural, like a point in a roller coaster where you would naturally plateau, you launch. Oh. That's, yes. that's what kind of sets this apart. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, right, right. That's the sensation that I, one of the sensations I'm talking about when I'm saying like, oh, this is like new, this feels new. Because generally on a roller coaster, even the craziest ones I've been in, I am not a coaster head. I'm working my way up to it. But even like the craziest ones I've done, the, the the first part generally is where you get all your energy built up 
And then you're going through and you coast off of that energy the whole time. On some, there's, and there's a, like one midway point that's right. an exciting surprise. Right. Yeah. But this has, what is it? Se- is it seven? Seven, seven launches. Seven launches. <laughs> yeah. So you're constantly feeling this refreshment of energy, essentially. It, it feels like a, like, oh, it's almost like a 3 X structure a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's sort of, and then like a grand finale, like it, they save the biggest launch till the end. But, and, and, and they're, they're, Less intense launches too. Like yeah. if you had, yeah, you could take kids on this. Like yeah. there's a small, there is a height requirement, but it's not super intense. It's kind of it's Slinky Dog Dash similar, right? Did that have multiple? Yeah. Uh, like, well, there's a, there's like it kind of. I think it's there's. Is there only two launches? There might be two because there's there, the middle one is like sort of that uh, on Slinky is like where they kind of reset and you go through those circle things again. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm, then you shoot mm-hmm. up again. Uh yeah, that Slinky would be a good uh coaster for like your first coaster. I mean, they yeah. always you always say Big Thunder is a good sure like kind of even yeah, test yeah. for whatever. Stone, yeah. You know, if you're like ten or eleven or maybe sixteen or seventeen and you haven't gone on <laughs> things. Or in, in some cases with me, uh, uh, how old was I last year? Uh, <laughs> I don't 30, remember. I was... Three, thirty-four. Uh I was actually okay, so yeah, there are seven launches on this. I was uh again, as I said, there was I reading about this, it's a ton of launches, there's mm-hmm. drops and there's like a spike, quote unquote. I don't know if I want to do this thing. I'm so glad I became a launch queen as we've been recording. <laughs> recording yeah. these episodes and i was trying to do some math i was okay so uh all right the biggest launch in this with most intentional intense one is zero to 50 in three seconds uh in credit coaster felt like a crazy one to me but now i've now i'm a pro that's zero to 55 in four seconds rock and roller i would call the most intense one that i've done that's mm-hmm. how it feels to me it's not that much but it's very fast it's zero to 57 in 2.8 seconds Mm, very significantly faster than these other ones and i mean just hearing hearing like loud body rock and roll music also (laughs) just makes this experience so much more intense that is i mean you joke but that is a good trick like pitch blackness loud music Mm -hmm. hulk you go through like you can't see where you're going and then you immediately twist coming out of it what is that launch we we we, have an episode about this coming up i don't remember the numbers zero to 60 and two seconds or three it's that'd be tough for me i talk about it on the i can't pull it off the top of my head Hmm. but um but it's certainly a, more than what we're talking about here. Certainly more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hulk yeah. coming up. Stay tuned. Hulk coming up. Yeah. The Hulk is, I think I said it's more intense, but I said it gets away with all, it gets the psychological stuff out of the way quick, which is my, always my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, the buildup is always worse than actually the ride itself. Sure. So like Hulk, that's, you have no time to think sure. about any of the scary things on Hulk. No, in this one, buildup isn't even in the picture. It's all so joyous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're never. There's, there's not one part of this that. Well, no. Hang on. Well, I guess I think we maybe are heading to the scarier parts. Yes. Uh, um, you see Fluffy real quick, right? Uh-huh. The three-headed dog. The three-headed dog. Uh, is he a boar? Is that also a boar hound? Do we know, or is he is just it, a dog? I have a list uh, here. Where is it? Uh, oh, yeah, I don't well, have it right here. That's, that's where I think uh, supposed to evoke Cerebus, the devil dog, oh, the sure. multi-headed devil dog. Cool animatronic, very cool animatronic. Yeah. Um, then uh, and then okay, just past that, then you go through this like log, the kind of log structure. It's like a little mountain or something, and there's a car on top of that. What's the Harry Potter? What is this in Harry Potter? The car and the pixies are like dangling off of it is that the weasley car yeah that's the weasley's yeah. flying car okay okay the um, car and the motorcycle are like oddities in the wizarding world because they don't really drive cars 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right. And that car is in the queue for Forbidden Journey, uh, right? Uh, yeah, and some at least of in them. Hollywood, I think it, it is. used to be in this queue. Did they take it out and put it Did over? Maybe they put it in Hollywood. I think it is. I think in Florida, it was always in this queue. Mm, I see. But hmm. it's somewhere in the land, sputtering, just right. like stopped. Okay. Um, so you go, you go like through this, like, like under this little rock structure where that car is, uh, into some mist. And when you come out the other side, they do such a good job of hiding this. That is what they, at least the Wikipedia calls a spike. Um, where, okay, it's described as a spike that catapults guests 65 feet into the air at a more than 70 degree angle, followed by a backwards drop in one movement. So you just go like straight up. And I, that is, that was the biggest surprise of it to me. Like, what's this? It's like a mini version, a very, very mini version of like the Superman escape. Like, like, yeah. Uh, uh, um, but that, this is a thing I wouldn't have, I would have been like, I don't know if I want to go on this. So when I was, when that was just happening and I'm just staring straight up, that scared the shit out of me. Luckily, you aren't there for very long, but it's so crazy how they hide it behind that mountain. And then you're like, what? I'm just staring straight up now. And I went through mist. Like, I, my, I, like my uh, face is a little uh, misty. Yeah. yeah. I It surprised me in how, um, not just how sharp the angle is, but how quick it is. Because Expedition Everest, you know, you come to the bent track part mm-hmm. and you... You stop there for a while and then you go backwards. This was almost like a pendulum. You stop for a second and then you go backwards really quick. Yeah, yeah. And in it's a similar moment in in, in a in a coaster where they have to make a switch uh, behind yeah. you because now you've got to go backwards into a whole other section of track and into a like a, not the place you came from. So that's really fast to be up there for a, twi- a, a, a little track switch to occur. Yeah. Um, I would. I did not look at a video. I would love to see it happen. Like I would love to see it switch. How quick the switch is? Because yeah, every time I've seen a video of some sort of track switch on a coaster, it feels like it takes a little while. That ever's one feel like uh, like you you have to stay there, for, and sometimes you get delayed yeah. up there, seemingly. Yeah. While they make the switch, and then you get delayed on that when you finally end your backwards descent. Uh huh. Sometimes you get delayed there too because the track's got to switch. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, both this, like, times we went on this part of it, we did get delayed a little bit in one of the sections. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this part, yeah, was so quick. Really? Yeah, um, no time to process. So cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you go backwards into a show building, and you don't know where, now you don't know where you are in this forest. The, like, where, where was the show building hidden? Um, and that is like a, that's like a cave mm-hmm. and there is a, again, I don't know Harry Potter things. What is the centaur kind of creature pointing an arrow at you? Uh, they, they live in the woods. Okay. They're noble <laughs> creatures, but I bit, I believe they like the woods. standoffish. They enjoy the woods. <laughs> now that, that I think is interesting because I think that's just a statue that there's a quick lighting cue to illuminate. Oh, not an animatronic? I am not a hundred percent sure. It looked stationary to me. <sighs> But I thought it was a, it's a trick, right? It's to distract you because then the drop happens. Not quite. Cause that, you keep no? going. You keep going back. You're, you're pretty. That, that thing's pretty far out of sight. Oh, because okay. you have to go back into uh, what is the? It's the the devil's snare. The devil's snare. These and malevolent vines. Uh huh. That 
that get a hold of you. So you go, you keep going backwards and backwards and backwards, and then you stop entirely, and you look behind you, and where do we go? What happens from here? And the room is getting uh, covered in these vines. That's creepy as hell. They did a great job with that effect. So where do we go? What do we do? Suddenly drop straight down. It is such a shock. Did you guys both know about that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't quite know how it was happening, but I did read that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but like, I think I even read up the, the the thing going up. I read about that, but I totally like forgot about. I it. didn't look I up like, any oh, yeah. pictures or videos, so I knew it. Uh, right. Like, intellectually, I knew what was coming, but I didn't know the order and I didn't know the execution. You don't so, know what that feels like. I didn't know what it feels like, and I was shot. As Mike said, I was like very surprised. Yeah. By pretty much all of this. It it takes a lot to surprise it, me and it feels like the the floor just gives out yeah. it just yeah. feels like yeah it just feels like ah like a like a floor collapses essentially absolutely you feel really untethered to anything. yes it's it rattles you and that's where we got stuck the first time which right. i was okay with because i needed a second i needed a breather sure after yeah that uh and then you're just that was that was very unsettling just being in this dark room and having done that big surprise but boy then to get to do it a second time and experience the full effect where you drop and then just immediately you're going yes. again it's nuts also okay so there's two of those uh-huh there's yeah, two, two rooms next to each other okay sure so i think i think if one drop is not working they can still run the ride with the second room wow wow yeah so i think i think we saw i think you could see out the like you saw the other room shooting yeah cars out when we were stuck Oh, one went ahead of us. So I don't know yep. what they, you know, they didn't fill us in on what went wrong in our version mm-hmm. or when we went to the first time. But obviously the other one was either working or whatever. Uh, so. So cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, um, you power back up a huge flame shoots out of the wall. Hagrid's narrating you through all this stuff. He gives you a spell. I think that's why the drop happens. That's how you get out of there. Yeah, you get released. Yes, yes, I think yes. that's a second scroot. Is that supposed to be a second scroot that's fiery and that Oh, is that what happens? I didn't room. know what that flame was I think about. so. I think he's like, oh, there's the other one. Okay. I believe that's what happened. It's kind of hard oh. to tell in the in the ride-through videos. Okay, okay. it's so noisy. That's cool. Uh, and then you do the fastest launch. Then there's a zero mm-hmm. to 50. They save un- yeah, a way that most roller coasters could not do. You know, and like, yeah, think about it in Credit Coaster. It sort of like peters out a little. I like those little drops and then the, the swirls. Mm-hmm. I think they do a good job of ending it in a fairly exciting way. But like, this might be, this is a rare coaster where, you know, one of the coolest things happens at the end. Yeah. There, I mean, very few, yeah, very few, if ever, do you get a, on the coasters, do you get that launch at the end? Like most, I think most coasters feel like, they do the trick where now they've dropped you to the like the lowest part of the coaster and spin you mm-hmm. to try to get the last bit of the like propulsion Kinetic out energy, yeah. yeah, and to make yeah you feel like you're a little disoriented. Like honestly, that last loop on the Incredicoaster, coaster, that's other than maybe the 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 loop when you're going around. My head kind of goes like mm-hmm. it's almost. I feel like they're trying to do a different trick on you as opposed to just like launching you fast and straight, which is what this does, and it's a much more pleasurable. <laughs> trying thing. to distract you from the sand lot in the center well, of that uh, <laughs> yeah, boy. funnel. That is also an issue. <laughs> that's really that's truly put to shame by the but, thousand trees of this ride. Right on the other side of the coaster, there are like there is dune grass, and it's like 
honestly, if you just planted more dune grass in the center, yeah. that's all it would like. I don't know. Just a little trick. Yeah. Well, Something. We, in, I can't believe in all of the renovations, they didn't put some Incredibles oriented. Like big Jack Jack. Uh, that's what yeah. we said. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. I am I'm sure, sure somebody is. proposed that. But there, I, this. That's a giant Jack Jack trying to grab at the coast. Like, it just makes this, too much yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. They put it some or an underminer bursting out of the ground. That's oh, not really sure. the story, oh, under, but yeah, I like that a, underminer. That's great. That's fine too. Uh, that comparing the Incredicoaster to this, where like, yeah, that centaur is far away. So uh, yeah, okay, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's a statue or an animatronic. It doesn't seem to be moving a lot, but like one of those with a solid lighting cue, that's great. Um, all of them at the Incredicoaster are just stationary statues. That's yeah. kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's again. We I want to just defend the imagine. Of course, they wanted to make something like moving. Yeah. But the no, budget. I'm not saying I know that. you're not running them down. I'm just Going saying we know yeah. we know the budget. Well, and, and we pick, know what you're doing, Shapek. Well, and we're Pixar Pier clearly initially must have come from. Uh, Lassiter. So it's another we can conveniently blame it on him now. Blame Lassiter. I he insisted to... on statues and not animatronics. Mm-hmm. Uh I wanted to blame Chapek and then I wanted to say that will the Mike Eisner Shadow Council, uh the three of us will uh, be put in charge of the parks. Change your ways, Bob. Change your ways. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Chapek will report to us. <laughs> Do it because it's delightful, not because of the bottom line. Delightful, delightful, delightful. <laughs> he has Bob. Bob Chapek has to go to our version of Exegol to go to talk to us. That's how it'll work from now on. But in this one, we uh, win. Yes, but in this one, we win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's the important distinction. He doesn't get all of the spirits of past presidents mm-hmm. of the parks in his head. He Yeah. Yeah, and our lightning uh, wins. Mm-hmm. We shoot him with lightning. We, sh- we shoot Bob J. But we, But it's like lightning. of It's electricity of ideas and creativity. Yeah, yeah that's And right. then he becomes like... Uh, spirits, spirits, <laughs> is this the future of parks that will, or may I still change my ways? <laughs> in, 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 in honesty... If we were in charge of the parks, would we bankrupt the Walt Disney Company within six months? I think the answer is yes. yes. I think we would have green light so much stuff, so much cool stuff. Like the parks would be so good for a few months before they had to close because we spent so much money. That uh, is what is cool about Eisner, I think. that the, it, the, It's going to be the Disney decade, and then in two years, he blew through all of yeah, it. Yeah, well... <laughs> now, that second half was rough, but boy, we were flying high. When for... I manipulate them into spending a billion dollars to bring back both Touchstone and uh, Club Penguin... <laughs> I'm going to argue with you on that one. I think feel like... <laughs> I'm trying I don't to... Care about that. I was not a Club Penguin kid, but I am fascinated by it, because it does seem like some kids spent a lot... Do you know, this was like the online I know game yeah, pre-social yeah. media thing i would advocate they like sell fox back to the murdochs sell uh abc sell so many different things they have that are just, boring that are boring just as fun the parks yeah i'd be like get the yeah. billions get billions of dollars sell star wars back to george lucas they can still i want it to still be in the park sell it back to george uh and then let's just use all the money to uh make westcott and, and then the rise of the true source of power, the return of Go.com. <laughs> Go.com never left. Yeah, that's it's true. Still it's still powering the, the servers. <laughs> still powering the Disney servers. I think anyway. what we really want is to be in charge of the Oriental Land Company. Oh, my finances gosh. Tokyo. So we could say, hmm, I think triple spending. And everyone will say, yes, very good. And then it'll yeah. happen. 
I yeah. think we probably are needed the least there, but it would be fun to uh, be uh, an easier road. Sure. Yeah. Well, they just bought in Florida. They just bought that chunk of property that has like a body of water on. Did you see this? Like no. Disney yeah, bought yeah. a chunk of land that does have water on it. Oh. And there were some people fantasy casting online going like, build Disney Sea. Build I mean, in America. That's, yeah. Which but that's weird because like they did like they made up with a body of water in Disney Sea. It's not like it'd be like, oh, it'll be very well, cheap to make Disney well, Sea now. I have here's one of my ideas that I would uh, pitch to, or make Bob Chipick do Disney Swamp. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Orlando Disney Swamp. <laughs> Tokyo Disney Sea, Orlando Disney Swamp. <laughs> I think that's. You can still do I a think similar. That's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. <laughs> it's uh, the Swamp yeah. Thing live there. Yes, he does. They own no, no. It's DC. No, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll buy it. Swamp Thing in some sort of a but trade. They own Man Thing. They'll, yeah, they own the, Man uh, Thing. An identical character. There's a Marvel oh, Comics great. character okay, named right. Man Thing. Great he's, Man with, thing, then. he's from the Swamp, I think, too. Yeah. You could do a ride where you like recreate how we meet Kermit in the Muppet movie. You like see him singing Great. Rainbow Connection yeah, and like sure. go through Kermit's Swamp Home. Entire Emmett Otter world. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Now we're Disney talking. Swamp. Shared universe with Pizza Rizzo and the Regal Eagle Barbecue. The soon to come Regal Eagle Barbecue. <laughs> we should probably do an Orlando Disney Swamp shirt. <laughs> that looks <laughs> like the Disney If they start seeing scene. them in the parks, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear the Disney Swamp shirt. Sure. Maybe That's we need good. to do an episode where we flesh it all out. Uh, That's a good idea, too. That's coming in 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, we'll design all of our... Um, so, uh, hey, you get through that, uh, the, the fastest launch, and then you you land, and you see a beautiful unicorn, and as Hagrid says, oh, and look, she's a mum. She's <laughs> yeah. a mum, ain't she? Yeah, a little baby unicorn. That's it's wonderful. very cute. Yeah. In the uh, pre-show right. video, he's talking about all the the creatures you'll see at the very end. He like this, this very very funny odd delivery where he goes and if we're lucky or if we're lucky to lure one in a unicorn <laughs> i was just like i don't know what it is about mm-hmm. the delivery but uh, he just like leans forward a little like he's telling you a secret mm-hmm. and i don't know why i found that so delightful or, or just so interesting but i was like well, that's kind of cute like he's telling you a little secret He's telling a hundred of his closest friends a secret. That's like a different version of my thing with uh, Optimus Prime, where it's like he's addressing oh, you yeah. and you feel like special. There's a restaurant uh, called Howlin' Ray's in, in Los Angeles that we've been to. Uh, and one of my favorite things is that if the owner is there, oftentimes he'll do a thing where he goes like, I gave you extra pickles. And then he puts like his finger to his mouth like he's, don't tell anyone. <laughs> And you feel like it. Or like a free side. He's yeah, like, he'll be like, some here's some, here's some free fries. And he goes, shh. And then you're like, wow, he likes me. This is cool. I know. I like. We have a secret now. And it's what Hagrid is doing with the whole with every guest. Yep. It's like, we know oh, we're in on it now. It <laughs> and makes you. And look and like dig deep into the sidecar. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of pickles for you. <laughs> There's a couple of pickles for you. <laughs> shh, shh, don't shh. Keep it quiet. Don't tell the motorcycle drive. That's the way to make the. Sidecar, a better experience is their secret pickles. Oh my god, yeah. secret, <laughs> secret pickle compartment. That is, that would be a true innovation. I've heard actually, though, on Rise of the Resistance, there are secret pickles oh, shit. in the vehicles. Oh wow! So, I mean, food service in a ride is a whole other arena. That yeah, hasn't been, hasn't been tapped. So that that would, yeah. I mean, if 
is that is that the secret at, at the end? Do you get to eat a meal amidst the ads? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe you. Yeah, I think that I don't know the end, but yes, you have a full three course meal uh, served to you in the ride vehicle, and they're eating big burgers themselves. Oh wow! So it's sized. So yeah. So all the all the bad guys are all eating, and you're eating too. And then the resistance comes, and they it's it's sort of like a Thanksgiving where they bring their food at the end. That's the end of the ride. It's sort of a a Rebels and First Order Thanksgiving. How did we not... I mean, it's a spoiler to say this isn't the end of the the Skywalker story, but it it does not end with a Thanksgiving-style reconciliation between both sides. Mm. That would have been a nice ending. That would have been a nice ending. The evil people turn good, and they break bread. They break uh, self-rising bread. Oh yeah, self. Oh, why haven't they have the self rising bread in the land? That's like when everyone likes the self rising bread in Force Awakens. Well, because it's yeah. impossible yeah. to do. Not with the wizards and Imagineering. Anyway, we should probably talk about Harry Potter some more. Yeah, um, I mean that's the ride. That's things that's that happen, ride. and they're uh, yeah, it's amazing. What can I say? It's just like it's it's full of surprises, and you you really got to do it. I think it's the epitome of a. Uh, our friend Andrew Grissom was saying like I've watched the ride through, and I don't really like get it. It does. I've watched yes. the rise of the resistance ride through, and that seems very exciting. This one I don't get. I'm like, because well, you, you gotta go. You gotta feel those that's... forces and zip through that forest yourself. I've heard from other people that they were like, I watched it, and it looks a little bit underwhelming. But it's like, it's just, it's not. It's no, not. No I could, I could see. I think my sister watched it too, and she was like, well, it seems like there's not a lot of stuff in between. But it's like the the zipping through with these launches on, on the specific um, vehicle uh, is so fun and thrilling. Sure. It would be nice. If it was loaded with robots, but it's like, you're so excited to be on that little, yeah, like it's straight still has away. to be a roller coaster. The story coaster, like this is also like the only, like there's only a handful of, I mean, this, yes, is, this is sort Ringgits of was kind of the precursor to this and guardians will be the next big one. I think that's coming. That'll yeah. be the, that's really the test is if that tops this. I, I don't yes. know. I, I don't really know what's in it, so it's hard to say. Um, uh, if you are going to go on this, I'll say this. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, do check the operating hours. So <laughs> this is a big thing. Universal kind of hedging their bets with this. I looked up in the app uh, a few days ago, like on the first or second. Uh, and in the app, the page for Hagrid's does still like have a disclaimer may open later and close early, which is sort of what they were doing when we were down there in October. It seemed like they were expanding hour by hour, but at the time we were there, they were only running at five hours in an operating day. Yes, and I, I think they were, and part of that was it wasn't operating at full peak capacity. They were, like, it can run multiple trains running at once at different parts of the ride, but they were still trying to get up to that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the blog Orlando Rising got data from touring plans, our friends at touring plans. So on average, the month of November was the most successful month of the ride. They had it broken down by percentage of operating day that Hagrid's was open. November, the average was about 72%. So if Islands of Adventure is open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., 72% of that day, Hagrid's was up and running. Mm-hmm. But the first month or like the first 
few weeks of like end of January, it was only open 46% of the operating day. Yikes. And if they're not running it at full capacity, that's why you would see multi-hour lines. Opening day, the lines were estimated uh, eight to ten hour waits. Jeez. And I tried. At some point, you wouldn't be able, if you got in at a ten hour line at noon, you're not going to get there. You just don't get on. Yeah. And this is, it's an interesting, it's a conundrum because like, well, if you try, this is one way to open a ride. And what you get is news stories about people waiting eight to ten hour rides. Yeah. And guests go. That must be a really good ride. But mm. then Disney, when we were at Galaxy's Edge opening day, pretty smooth. And mm-hmm. then you get a, get a lot of guests posting on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook having a good time. And people go, oh, that must be a pretty good thing. So I don't I don't know that one is better than the other. Well, you mean as far as a, mar- like a line is always a good marketing tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what like... That's what that uh, place, Holland Ray, is what I was just talking about, always has a line. Always has a huge like line. Like hour long, hour, sure. two hour long line. So yeah, as far as your t- like marketing is concerned, like when you go 10 hour line, I got to do it. I got to yeah. go and do this thing. So you think it outweighs that there's people who are certainly upset they didn't get on this thing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's an interesting, it's interesting that Universal has opted to continue the sort of old tradition of that, whereas it does look like with what Disney's doing in Florida, at least for Rise of the Resistance, it's like it's all uh, first in the first thing in the morning, joining a boarding queue, like when they um, opened the land and they were uh, in. in oh, so you got to get there Anaheim. immediately. That's how it's working. Yes. So okay. so they've done it a couple different ways. They've switched it up. They've done in Orlando. They've I think they started out just doing it where as soon as you got into the park, you would be added into a queue. And now I think they're doing it where it's completely sort of random. It's like you get a reservation, come back at this. So time. yeah, so basically, like there's no incentive now in Orlando to get there very early. Okay, you get there right. You have to be there right when it opens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it used to be there was like at least like they would form some sort of a line starting, you know, what at two a.m. or something, and then you would sort of just join in the virtual queue, and then it would tell you to come back when it was open. Um, but it's interesting that they're yeah Universal is not doing that because they could they have they could, and in early promotion for this ride they said it would use the virtual queue system yes, that yes. they have set up for multiple rides they still have not put that into place yeah so it's interesting because I, I I don't wonder I wonder if any of uh, the Galaxy's Edge like quote unquote disappointment in the summer for Disney was that they never they organized everything too well. Mm-hmm. If it was like they had just made it like a crazy, you know, Mad Max style line, like cra- insane insanity, if people would be like, oh, my God, you wait for eight hours and then you get in the line. This has got to be the greatest thing. And it would have made it like more exciting to people. I don't know. I'm not exactly or sure. Or is it equally? Yeah. Are people upset by a giant line? Has there ever 10 hour line? That's is that one of the biggest in the history? I mean, I Indiana, know, jo- didn't Indiana Jones have a some Indiana Jones. Star Tours, I mean, well, we'll I knew they as talk much about... as uh, Indiana Jones. I, I think I may have waited in a three hour. Yeah. I waited well, do you four remember... hours for Gringotts, I think, opening summer. Three Jeez. and a half, four hours. We, you... we waited really long for Guardians. We 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 got on a line that said 90 minutes, and I think we waited like three and a half hours. I think oh so, yeah. Wow. Um, do you remember how soon after Indy opened, or was it? Uh, I was there pretty soon yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, it gave me plenty of time to uh, cry. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> once I saw a video of what it was going to do, I was like, I don't want to do it now. And my dad was like, we're not going to go backwards and like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Did you like it though still? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. I just saw like, that video, the video in the line where it's like shaking yeah. mildly. I was like, no. Uh-huh. I was like scream at my screams echoing on the, across the temple. You mean, uh, you mean 90s night vision isn't like a uh, particularly appeal like that doesn't draw a child in the shaky like half lit uh, that's what scared me yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh i thought it was it looked like uh, i was worried i was gonna be in a cops-esque experience <laughs> gonna be scary dash cam uh i'm just thinking about it now uh hagrid and sala are very similar in their folksy friendly kind of mm-hmm. like sidekick yeah. style and they talk to you sure. while they're on the ride and mm-hmm. they kind of guide you through the journey oh, yeah true yeah it's like sputtery vehicles mm-hmm and they yep. they're you're kind and they talk to you while you're on it and it's a little wonkier than maybe they expect even but you get through they yeah. kind of have yeah they kind of have an apologetic like at one point in the ride Hagrid does say it's hard to hear um uh he says uh I never was very good at magic <laughs> which you never want to hear in a magic class oh, you never yeah. want to hear uh really hear that the, there's also of course a a great overlap and crossover that this is a ride at universal studios where you are in line and they tell you and you're in a forest and they tell you you're going to get on some magic flying bikes and and have an incredible and see incredible creatures mm-hmm. it really is a cousin to the et adventure that's a good i never yeah, thought like about a soup, it. it's a souped up et adventure it really is mm-hmm. they could soup up et they could if you know harry potter goes out of style if jk rowling keeps tweeting uh, weird, uh, a weird <laughs> oh, yeah, that's away. Right. yeah, she uh, has not tweeted since her transphobic shit. Don't, uh, don't tweet, please. A few weeks ago, just uh, let us think that you're okay. Uh, you know what I found out about her recently? Because I haven't read those books. Uh, I do remember this character from the movies. He's not in it that much. There is one Irish character in the book, uh, like explicitly labeled, is and his name is Seamus Finnegan, and he likes blow. He likes explosions. Mm. And the books are set in the time frame where the troubles in Northern Ireland would still be going on. And it's oh. like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> really? Mm. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Mm. I did not know anything about that. Seamus Finnegan. They may or as well have called him Patty O'Malley. <laughs> and it's like, you Irish, you like blowing stuff up. It's like, that is wonderful. Thank you for my heritage. Um, Great. Well... <laughs> Well, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying if Harry Potter like just goes away, you can maybe just retheme this to ET. Oh, just move, oh, it, move all perfect. the robots out of this being just like yeah. a mega mile long version of the ET adventure. That's pretty good. Oh, and that show building is like that's the the dying planet, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they make when when all the principal when everyone in ET dies uh, who made it. Uh, ET2 or the remake of ET will happen anyway. We got ET2 this Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, you're right. We, we didn't even talk much about that. People were we tweeting did. that at me and us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was but a I was, long I woke, there was, I woke up and there was so much stuff. I was like, did they do something with Botanicus? Are you kidding me? Right. And then I checked and like, oh, it's just regular ET? Boo. It was Who Comcast, cares? right? <laughs> Comcast yeah, 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 yeah. I kept seeing the abbreviated one back east because my, both my parents have Comcast. And ET comes like, back home and then you watch and then the guy like, scrolls through an app and to old uh, to show et old episodes of the blacklist and (laughs) i don't understand why like spielberg is like no sequels to et but if but yes a 10 minute cynical commercial for Mm -hmm. the fucking cable he's like yeah well he's also seemingly okay with the jurassic world 
franchise. Well, so he never cared about that as changing. much, though. He there made, was there was always there were always he rough made sequels. Lost World, and I mean, he, yeah, he made Lost a, World. <laughs> yeah, he made a yeah. weird one, and then three. So I think he was never that precious about it. Mm. Um, but that's I'm just wondering what the deal was with that, where it's like, oh yeah, we'll make a 10 minute commercial, but I don't want to make a bad movie. I mean, mm. he doesn't have to direct it, but let, I'm saying I'd rather have a bad movie than that commercial. You sure. But yeah. with the Green Planet Botanicus. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, What I like about this ride, too, I was reading, like, they're saying that this ride will only get, like, cooler and more immersive because, you know, the trees will grow out, which I think is pretty cool. Like, in 10 years, like, the the forest will be, like, you know, very, whatever, what is the word? Full grown? Yeah. I mean, California Adventure, you look at the trees and the, you know, by Grizzly River, all of those have grown quite a bit in 20 years yeah yeah and you know there's not a lot of universal studios that you would call uh beautiful that's not the word a lot of it is exciting and thrilling and fun yeah you wouldn't call it like wow that is like but all of the harry potter stuff has been so photographable yeah um i looking so i think the greener i mean this and pandora and the resistance forest in galaxy's edge like the greenery greenery and water features like i do have an extra like oomph for me just because i think naturally humans like green space and like water yeah and like some of the best parts of theme parks from the very beginning from the jungle cruise and for sure yeah. disneyland in 1955 what's the most successful stuff i think the jungle cruise and the rivers of america and yes there's always a place for that so it's it's a proud tradition um yeah Sorry. Oh no 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 go, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, just looking through. I know we we did not go walk through the queue, but the queue like has like pu- like much like uh, uh, you know Flight of Passage and Indiana Jones, and it's got a lot of different like parts to it, mm-hmm. which are really cool and immersive. I don't know. We don't we don't need to talk so much about because I didn't walk through it, but I just want to highlight that as well. Sure. Yeah. A little bit of like, and there's like these cool like cozy little rock parts of it and it's very there's awesome. a little room right before you get on and you look up the ceiling it looks like the motorcycles on top of the building oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's very it's cool like a video projection yeah i uh, think uh you know they they truly disney has they had to do galaxy's edge and they had to do pandora because if if we're in a little arms race here i think the addition of this thing now you add the, the 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 two campuses with the train in between mm-hmm. uh, Hogwarts Forbidden Journey the train both of those train stations which now I've seen in person they're they're so cool so immersive that train attraction is great uh, uh, Gringotts is amazing Diagon Alley is amazing I I mean the the full Harry Potter campus I think you have to say is I'll, I'll say is better than Galaxy's Edge and that's a little unfair because it's further along and it's yeah uh, yeah and it is this multi-park thing but like tr- like I, I i feel like this ride i don't think they had to do this ride i think i no, think like yeah. the harry potter campus was uh both of those lands were incredible already and you put this on top and it's like i don't know i don't think i think they're winning the war right now yeah i they definitely had to retire dragon challenge because that i rode that in 2017 a month before they took it down and it was feeling pretty rough hurting people yes yeah (laughs) and that was the one that was injuring near decapitations and yeah yeah they i mean we'll see yeah rise of the resistance i think is going to go a long way in in satisfying um things that people don't necessarily feel about uh, galaxy's edge but don't Um, you feel like rise of the resistance now you add that okay now galaxy's edge equals original harry potter 
Hogwarts side for sure. Like yeah. I don't. I think the fact that there's this entire double <laughs> section, uh, uh, which I yeah, it makes yeah, you feel like yeah. I think Galaxy's Edge maybe does it need that? Maybe maybe the hotel will make yeah. it like oh now it's like an undeniably yeah no, so much there. I mean it's this a whole nother podcast, but it's it's a it is a difference between um, using an exact thing from the properties. Also, which I think goes a long way to for, for Harry Potter to be so successful. But like I'm saying, like it's actually Hogwarts and you've seen it from the movies. You've seen it from the books. And now you're there as opposed to Galaxy's Edge where there's elements where it's like the Millennium Falcon is there. And you know that. And that's mm-hmm. I think I, I would say arguably the probably what everyone likes the best in the land is just seeing the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. The and thing the you cantina. know. Yeah. The thing you yeah. know. The thing you know in it. Now, I, I, I think you do have to give him credit because like. Where would they put it? Like, where is the where is the Falcon been parked that's grander than those spires? Yeah, like that, that that cove that they built. Like, the, like while you're right that it's the Falcon, it's the thing that we know, and that's what we love to take pictures of. It like it's not the same. Like Tatooine is like uh, sad, you know. Yeah, it's like desolate, and you don't want to be there. Right. So, I uh, yeah, I I mean, we've had this discussion before. I do think that it's a mix of like. It's not. We haven't seen this before. It's not beautiful. Like, like there's something obviously with with uh, Hogsmeade and Di- Diagon Alley is a little more like perverse, and I mean that in a good way. But like Hogsmeade is so charming. It's a little town, and like just like the visuals of it are so appealing. Mm-hmm. Versus just Galaxy's Edge when you're like in the First Order area with the ship with the Kylo Ren ship from the uh, the Colin Trevorrow script. <laughs> ship which i'm talking about is that that ship that kylo ren comes off of was from the colin trevorrow version of episode nine that didn't get made because mm-hmm. early on in the process they said well do you have a ship that and he goes oh i have this kylo ren ship does it look much different than the ship he is in in force awakens no looks like a tie fighter <laughs> shuttle cross like what they've uh-huh. been combining the same five designs for years right sure. but Star if you like if you go like over in that area you go oh okay mm-hmm. all right there's some like you know fascist banners and there's a big <laughs> ship and the ship is cool but like yeah you don't get you don't get a feeling like you get going into Hogsmeade which I do think you would get either way mm-hmm. you would get that feeling whether you knew Harry Potter or not you'd go this is like a quaint little town with a cool castle in in the distance <laughs> sure sure so, I think I, I'll give it up to especially let's let's take it to night. Let's add fireworks into the mix when fireworks are going off around the spires and the oh yeah there yeah I think that, I think I think it's unfair to say it's not beautiful yeah yeah I, yeah I think there is that there is area, like a desolate nature to a couple parts of Galaxy's Edge but we I don't do, want to say there isn't anything no I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put down Galaxy's Edge as a failure or anything uh, we'll talk I, let's we'll talk more about this on the Rise episode sure to see how we'll we try feel. To do. As soon as we can. Now, Rise of Resistance has to throw this argument because it's open in Florida and we haven't gotten to do it. Maybe that's the best ride in Orlando now. Uh, yeah, right, uh, right. But do we think it's this? Is it? Is it? Is it currently Hogwarts it's taking tough. Rise out of it's the It's definitely the most technologically advanced. I sure. mean, and I think it's a good preview for the direction Universal is going in because, yeah. like, Secret Life of Pets. Uh, say what you will about that second movie not doing very well. That ride has pets animatronics on it. Like sure. They're Fun, yeah. they're talking about that. They're building a city street facade. They're going. They're they have heard. It seems like they have heard some the criticism of like screens. too many screens. Yeah. Yep. 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 Need some robots. Yep. And I've seen. It's like yep. Here's people posing with the robots. Here's Universal people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah. a start. Physical I mean, stuff because you can take pictures <laughs> yeah. of it. And yeah. Not screens. 
I don't know. I still really like Spider Man. I, I was thinking it could it's maybe, it's, maybe it's maybe Spider Man still. Spider Man's still up there. That also technologically innovative. Like yeah, broke yeah. new grant. So like yeah. So this is my this is in my top five. I'd really have to sit down and think about what the order is. Sure. Um, but it's it's really great and really both like you get a lot of cool stuff to look at. You get a cool vibe from it. And the ride system is super, super fun. Yeah. Is there anything in Walt Disney World better than Hagrid's motorbike? I don't know. I really I like know. I really like Everest as far as yep. yeah, thrilling. I really like Everest. This does I think I'd rank this higher because of more animatronics. It might be and that, that work, higher. That work. But I do like yeah. yeah, that's a that's such a tough question. Because Everest itself is so impressive. The Tower ride, of Terror was the thing, I think, like kind could, of fell in still that, be that all over again. It could be that. Last time there. I'll say this too. Hagrid's when I checked like Friday afternoon uh down to 90 minutes, so they're getting there. Oh, okay. that's, that's, that's good. That's not hey, as bad. Around in yeah. the corner. But truly if you want real insurance about getting on, start a podcast, do it for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. See how that audience grows and then maybe someone will mm-hmm. help you. And then Hagrid will reach his hand out and <laughs> cast a spell. Boys. A line cutting spell. <laughs> And I've got a secret for you as well. Pickles. McGruff's name is Scruff. <laughs> what? The nephew is named after Maine McGruff. You were right all along. He's Scruff Jr. That's his name. His nephew is Scruff Jr. Um, well, does that do it? Did we survive the first podcast, so. The Ride of 2020? 2020, baby. Big stuff coming up. And uh, thanks for listening. If you want to follow all of it, then go to our Twitter, to our Facebook, uh, or to our Instagram. And as I said, go to YouTube, the expanded Hello Supercut. More hellos than ever before. And for those three bonus episodes every month, sign up for Podcast the Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. I think by now we've put up a pretty fun episode about the Disney World Millennium Celebration, all the bullshit they were doing around 99-2000. That's a fun episode. We're going to talk Imagineering story. uh, And of of course, soon enough, a bunch of stuff about Marlon Brando, I guess. (laughs) What was the other thing we said long ago? It was a real idea. Uh, what do you uh, to them this episode or before? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about McGruff too, obviously. Oh, McGruff too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. McGruff Probably too. on Patreon, unless it's just too big. <sighs> yeah. We'll see. Big to be contained. But I don't know. Thin. We got to lure people. I to, mean, yeah, that's true. I forgot about the other developments in that. There's been two or three different developments in that. <laughs> Multiple so, McGruff. Multiple McGruff. What a way to start 2020. Uh, iteration. So we'll see. And none of we'll none of what we're getting has been attained illegally. None of it is bootlegs. Right. Don't buy counterfeit cassettes or right of VHSs. first sale. That's the legal term, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the FBI warning is important. <laughs> Don't skip past the FBI warning on any videotape. If Read you it. fast forward through it, you're as bad as the worst murderer in jail. And make sure to stand and salute the FBI warning on all analog <laughs> <laughs> And watch Jack. From the national anthem as you watch and read all of the copy. And make sure to watch Jack Ryan on Amazon Video. <laughs> Thank you, Jack Ryan. Thank, Thank you, J. Edgar Hoover. Thank you, John right. Krasinski, for your portrayal of Jack Ryan. <laughs> a true patriot. Uh, hey, thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Happy New Year. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. 
Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.